0: A killer blast from the past. This is your IGN review of VHS 85 by Matt Donato. The VHS series is becoming a dependable spooky season staple for horror fans. And with sequels like VHS 85, it's easy to see why. Another batch of filmmakers has granted creative liberties to craft short, found-on-video horrors, this time with a 1980s theme. Events range from prophetic goth kids who can predict murders to water skiers who happen upon eternal life, showing a range of storytelling that's always been, but is becoming an even more enticing element of these VHS collections. We're now five entries into an anthology series with multiple short films per title, and VHS 85 still feels as fresh as Betamax in 1975. If you're a VHS fan, VHS 85 won't be the entry that sours your tune. It's always a nice problem when you can't immediately proclaim a favorite segment at the end of an anthology film, but after an internal back-and-forth, Gigi Saul Guerrero's natural disaster thriller God of Death takes the cake. Guerrero pays homage to her roots as a Mexico-based television studio's cameraman catches a catastrophic earthquake's mayhem in real time, forcing himself and emergency responders deeper into subterranean corridors to escape the wreckage. What happens next lives up to the name of the director's production company, Lucha Gore, as Mexican folklore informs effects-heavy carnage atop the already dangerous conditions. Guerrero makes exceptional use of short film durations, sustaining a heart-pounding pace that's paid off with one intensely jarring holy sh** moment. Scott Derrickson directs another top-tier segment co-written by C. Robert Cargill titled Dream Kill, which is the mind-freakiest of them all shades of their beloved collaboration sinister influence gratuitous murders we see through grainy burnt color trailed footage like the atrocities in bagul's film collection as carving knives saw flesh chunks that peel back like human jerky the vibes of dream kill recall the poughkeepsie tapes in the way we feel disgustingly complicit like we're watching dark web snuff clips it's revolting stuff, made infinitely more interesting by introducing an investigating cop's son who preemptively witnesses each murder in his dreams. Everything collides with cataclysmic results, cramming more twists, turns, and more bloody good gore than some full-length features can muster. Mike P. Nelson's No Wake first hits you with boating vacationers targeted on the water by an unknown sniper, but cuts off as the bullet-riddled, mangled shooting victims emerge lakeside. It feels incomplete, although still deliciously entertaining, as bikini-clad coeds need besties to reassemble their dangling jaws, blown open like Predator's mandible. Brain chunks and exposed intestines once again sell the level of special effects excessiveness on display, yet we're still left wanting more, which we eventually get as the murderer is exposed later in VHS-85. I wish the second portion lasted a bit longer. It seems abrupt and teases more payoff, but it's still a delightful gotcha as Nelson boomerangs back to deliver a final blow. Natasha Kermani's TKNOGD melds the performative indulgence of live theater with sketchy 80s virtual reality in her gloriously backloaded stage play. We watch an actress attempting to summon what she dubs the Technogod, putting on a helmet visor contraption called iPhones that ushers the user into a digital realm. She chants in tongues as we watch her avatar glance around line-drawn computer land realms like the original Tron. Kermani's always building towards the inevitable encounter that colors the film's payoff crimson red, which delivers 1,000%, but it's a bit too streamlined in execution. Mind you, nothing fails. There's no unwatchable segment in VHS 85. It's just a bit more one note than the others. Lastly is David Bruckner's science fiction wraparound that intercuts observational research facility footage between segments. An alien entity named Rory is studied by scientists as it watches hours upon hours of television, learning about humanity through jazzercise programs and 80s sitcoms. It's another easy-on-concept segment that concludes in bloody predictable fashion, but leaves VHS 85 with a killer punchline. Effects are stellar, ideas are executed cleanly under cassette-quality tracking, and the anthology wraps up without dive-bombing low points or major malfunctions. In the hit-or-miss subgenre of horror anthologies, VHS 85 is a shining beacon. Filmmakers are given the space to explore a gamut of ideas, none of which feel restrained to fit a specific anthology mold. There will always be highs, Gigi Saul Guerrero and Scott Derrickson earn top honors, but the minimization of lows in VHS 85 is the real miracle. Frankly, VHS 85 is one of the best in the series in terms of overall segment batting average. Halloween is in good hands with a new VHS every holiday season, as long as they're this solid from start to finish. VHS 85's IGN score? 7. Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest VHS 85 updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer